another episode of 30 Flirty and Surviving. This is Tracy. New episodes come out every Monday at 9 a.m. on Apple, iHeart, Spotify, and you can check out some video clips if you like to watch on YouTube and follow along for any updates on the show on Instagram at 30 Flirty Surviving. This is my first time back in the studio since the new year, so happy 2023. I am Starting off with a bang, I've got someone who's super interesting. I think you guys are all going to be very intrigued to learn about her. She is, you know, actually, I don't even want to like tease it. I just want to let her (laughs) surprise you all. So let me just introduce her name is Dion McGinn. She is the founder of Cryothletics. Yes, perfect. She also has a podcast called The Recovery Life. Yes. And the Instagram is cryathletics. Mm-hmm. And then is there any other handles? No, there's a recovery life podcast handle, but that's pretty much it. We on cryothletics right now, it's kind of like a foundation for everything that we have going okay. on. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So I know you're probably like, what the heck? We're going to get there <laughs> because it was a little new for me too, but I'm not even going to dare butcher it. And we're going to kind of like walk through it step by step. So I'll <laughs> let her explain, but you guys know the deal. I always like to start with a couple fun questions, basic questions to just get to know the person. So... I bet they already heard it a little bit, <laughs> but the accent's coming from somewhere. It is coming. Where were you born and raised? So I was raised in Northern Ireland, but I was born in Philadelphia. So that's... Oh, yeah. okay. So wait, so do you have dual citizenship? Well, obviously yes. now you do, but I mean, like you were you were born a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you moved. What, why did you guys move to Ireland? So my mom and dad are actually from Ireland. Oh. So when we we were born in Philly and then when I was six, my brother was nine, we moved home to Ireland and grew up at home. And then from there, I moved on to England and other places like that. But yeah. I know you're like a little bit of a world traveler, I which am. I love. I was you. at least. I know. <laughs> I need to get my boots back on again. But yeah. Well, you know what? We're still early in the year. Manifesting is like at an all-time high. All-time high. Just speak it into the universe. You want to do some travel and it will happen. It will happen. I know. Maybe you can even mix a little business with pleasure. Like travel for work. You know? That's the main goal. Especially when you love what you do, then you can travel and do it all at the same time. So that is the goal. But to explain the accent, it's probably you'll hear the Irish in it. But if you hear like the American and it going back and forth, girl, I've had... Every other accent in my accents for years, so it's a little bit it's, of everything. It's a little bit of everything. I like yeah, it. I don't I like know if it. it's like a survival trait or what, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's just an adaption. Yeah. Like over time, you know how to like, you know your audience, yes. you know how to switch it up. Yeah, no. pretty much. Um, okay, what is your zodiac sign? If you know, Capricorn. Of course, I know. I think <laughs> I feel like it should be like the number one question or like a, a get to know all question that people ask other people because it matters. I think. I could not agree more, Yeah, but it's funny. It's one of those polarizing questions. People oh either are like, of course, I'll tell you my rising and my moon, <laughs> or they have absolutely no, no idea at all. Yeah, no. There's like not a lot of in between. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate that about you. And Capricorn explains a lot as mm. well. <laughs> yeah. What's so yours? it's all adding up. I'm an no. Aries. <gasps> Ooh. A little fire yeah, sign, a little you fire know? Sign. Okay. A little firecracker sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> it's a good thing. Only when I want to be. It's a, no. yeah, same. <laughs> sometimes it controls me. Yeah. Um, what is your relationship status? Single. Why the why the whisper? I don't know. I don't know. Single. Yeah, single okay. and happy. I love that. Yeah. Ditto. Yeah. Ditto. Yeah. Single and happy. Single and Those happy. Those two things can I know. Why did go I whisper together, that? Why people? did I? I know. Why did I whisper that? Oh, that's a deep dive. Maybe I should think <laughs> yeah. about that later. Yeah, she's like, uh, Siri, remind me to call my therapist and book an appointment. <laughs> yeah. Um, how old are you, if you don't mind saying? 
33 just turned on Saturday. <gasps> Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So 33 into 2023. A lot of threes going on. Nine. Three must be your lucky number this year. So you never guess. what. So I'm big into numbers, numerology, yes. all that stuff. Signs, universal signs. I kid you not, the number of times that I've seen the number three in the last week alone, 333 synchronicities, 33. And I was like, wait, and I'm 33 this weekend. I, I'm seeing it everywhere. So I'm like, okay, this is a sign. Like, I totally believe that's a sign. Yeah. So I'm like, this has to be my year because I'm yes. seeing it everywhere. Like, and it just feels right. Yes. Like, and I love that my birthday's at the start of the year because it's like a fresh do over every year. But this right. time I'll say like, I feel like, like my feet are planted and I'm like ready. What a great feeling. Yeah, it was like, it's. De I haven't felt that in a few years. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love your podcast title too. Because I'm like, that is probably the best <laughs> podcast title. Because since I turned 30, like... So much. I told I told you about this yeah. prior. Like so much has changed. Yeah. yeah so. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the whole concept was like, you're 30. You must have it all figured out. Oh no. You know? And it, it it's not always the case. So like, you don't have to be 30 and thriving. You can yeah. be 30 and surviving. Yeah. And that's okay. Oh, survival every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's more like it, right? Yeah. Okay. And one last fun question for you. Um, I don't know if this actually will hit the way that I wanted it to now that I know you're we were actually born in Philadelphia, but I'm sure you don't really remember much of that. But when you first moved from um, Ireland, mm -hmm. I don't know if you were in Ireland at the time, you might have been in Europe then when you came to the to the US. Yeah, um, I want to know, like, what was the biggest adjustment that you had to get used to being here? Did you see a big difference between European culture and the U.S.? That was a shock for you? So, because I was in England for three years prior, because I, I went to college in England, mm -hmm. Boston is like a really nice universal city to get yourself broken in, to like... Yeah, this state it's a side. little bit of a melting pot. It's a little bit of a melting pot. It's not New York. New York's intense. The energy is intense in New York. Yeah, and there's not Some much way to put it. Yeah, there's not much greenery. And then Boston's like you have the city, but like just go a little bit outside Boston, and you have like some countryside or yeah. greenery or whatever. So, but culture shock, probably I, I adjust really fast and really well to wherever I go. Yeah, but. I would say the most difficult thing, which when you're in your 20s, you don't, you're just like fly away with things. You don't really care. But like, I would say looking back on it and probably in the middle of it, like being far away from from friends or family. Mm. So not necessarily anything like specific about being here since you already ease your way into it, it yeah. but just you underestimated how big of an impact the distance would have. Yeah, and like even in early in my twenties, middle twenties, it was still like, no, I'm fine. I can just jump on a plane. And mm -hmm. as life unfolds, then you start to realize, like, oh, that's a bit tough, or that's a bit hard, or that's a bit far. Um, other than like, well, with that, it would be like not having people close to you who you can trust. Yeah, is probably a big thing th that I struggled with the most. Like, who can you trust? Yeah. Um, but you know, you find a few golden ones in the middle of it all. So yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a really good point. It, it's one of those things that unfortunately you really don't know until time, you know, runs yeah. its course. Yeah. You're never really sure at first. So it's yeah. hard. You have to, it's just like dating. It's, Friendships, oh you know what I mean? Oh my like, God, that's a great way to just, put it. just like you gotta, you know, kiss a few frogs. Kiss a few frogs. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it is. Because like, I don't know, you would agree with this maybe, but like in your 20s, you're just so you're you know you're just bumping around oh, and yeah. like you're just like a social butterfly but then like we well f if you're in business or if you really mm -hmm. want to get your roots in and get things planted then like you really have to find people who like you can trust or who you can yeah. be with and like you said but and that are reliable and reliable like, dependable. Yeah, yeah that's super important yeah so that was probably the biggest thing like but that. um yeah, that was probably. The I like that. Thing. I was expecting one kind of answer, and now I feel like it just went in a different way, like life advice. But that's still a great oh answer. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing answer. Okay, so let's get into it because we have okay. a lot to go over. Mm -hmm. So, Cryothletics mm -hmm. is your company mm -hmm. that you founded right before 2019? No, I found it in 2016. So 2016? Was, yeah, so okay, I was so it's been around for a while. Yeah. 
I want to describe what it is, but I want to put it on you. <laughs> Do you think that we should like backtrack and go over cryotherapy first and then kind of talk about how the business comes into play? We can do that. I think that way we like lay the ground, like, because if they don't it's understand the, what it is yet, yeah, you know, yeah, maybe yeah, you guys yeah. have heard of it. I don't know. But <laughs> why don't we start there? Okay. Why don't we start with cryotherapy and just what that is and how it works? Okay. So cryotherapy is a cold treatment on the body, right? And you see, you know, the more popular version of it is where you see people getting into the chambers with the cold air and the cool effects and stuff like mm -hmm. that. There's whole body, there's targeted treatment as well, which is what I mostly specialized in because of my background in sports therapy. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other forms of cryotherapy is ice, right? That was like the normal stuff that was used back in the day. Um, cold bath plunge pools are coming back into fashion, I guess you would say. I've been seeing them everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one, <clears throat> excuse me, so that one like cryo in general is cold therapy. Okay. How one chooses to apply it and at what degree or temperature or format, it varies. Mm -hmm. So that's the basis of cryo. Okay. Very helpful. Yeah. For most people, I would argue, they learned about, if they do, if they've heard about it at all, I think most people would have first learned more surrounding the beauty space. Okay. It sort of was new to me <laughs> to think about it in terms of recovery. I feel like you hear about cryotherapy, like fat freezing and, you know, how to lose weight. And that's always what's been pushed in mm. more, you know, social media or even mainstream media. So I love that that's not all you're about. There's a lot more benefits to it. But what would you sort of describe like the biggest differences if you're using it for beauty versus for wellness or recovery? So, um, well, with my background being a sports therapist, mm -hmm. when I first brought it on and brought it into Boston, I was, I think, one of the first, if not the first. So I knew of it from a recovery standpoint. Yeah. It actually didn't exist in beauty when we when we first brought it in Interesting. Um, I think when it went into the wellness side of things was probably around 2018-ish. Okay. Um, but the difference is it's all... this. This is where my mind goes. Mm -hmm. It all, like, if you think of the science, you bring it back to the science, right? So yeah. originally when they brought it in for, or when it was looked at for recovery, which is I when I discovered it originally, it's to speed up the recovery process. The science behind that is because of the effects it has on the metabolic system of the person that's being used on. Okay. So if you contribute that to beauty and wellness, it's the same thing. Right. Yeah. How like how does it affect the collagen of the skin? Right. So it was argued for sports recovery, how it speeds up recovery in time. Mm -hmm. Right. That's because you're affecting the metabolic system of the athlete or the person using it. Once you're speeding up blood flow, your blood is the oil of our body and mm -hmm. it carries everything that we need. So it's helping production of collagen or um so that would speed up for example helping in an injury i'm trying to keep it very yeah uh, no, basic at this point but and then if you apply that to skin mm -hmm. right it's anti-aging yeah same thing and if you apply well fat freezing in general is you're speeding up the metabolism but you're also t if you're the way that the fat freezing works is if you're targeting the fat cells, so mm -hmm. they're, they'll do the treatment on a specific area, of like quote unquote, I'm using air quotes here, fatty area, that you want to reduce fat on, it kills away those fat cells. They okay. they drain away over time through your lymphatic system, much like if you were to burn them and working out. Mm -hmm. So it's all it all comes back to the science, but yeah. then the wellness industry took it over and marketed it in such a way that it's like fat freezing, like, you know, do all this. And it, it does work and it, do, it does mm -hmm. help like with anti-aging and stuff. Um, but it just, how right. it's, it's marketed. Just how you said like more targeted. So you can do it towards fat or you can do it on the muscles. Like yeah. it's really depending on the placement yeah. and where, you know, where, where it is. Right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And in sports recovery, when you're doing it on a targeted area, the majority of the time when you want to reduce pain, it's to reduce the inflammation. So the mm. cold pulls the inflammation out of the area. The reason why modern cryo is so much more popular than icing 
is because it's a lot colder, but it's a lot faster. So you're getting results a lot quicker. Okay. So okay. that's kind of like the baseline of it. That's I don't know if perfect. did that help. Okay. That's so helpful. All right. I kind of have an out of pocket question for you and I don't mean to put you on the spot. So if you if like you're not sure about this, we can toss this question out. But I thought you might. So I wanted to ask you, I think I'm wondering how like these two things are related. So I think that it's kind of common knowledge. Like there a lot of people say, you know, when you're drinking water, it's better to have it at room temperature because mm-hmm. when you have ice water, sometimes it can be a little bit of a shock or jarring to the body. And um, I saw this video the other day of this girl kind of talking about it and going into more detail. And mainly because everyone is you like with the Stanleys and the yeah, Yetis, I and not, I'm guilty. Mine's <laughs> yeah. right in front of me. And she was saying how, you know, she challenges you to drink two days the same amount of water one day it's ice cold the next day it's room temperature and notice how much you're going to the bathroom and you would find that you actually pee more when you have ice water Mm -hmm. and she was saying that the reasoning was because when it shocks the body like that a little bit, it doesn't absorb it. It just wants to get it out. So a lot of people think like, oh, I'm so hydrated. Look how much I'm drinking. I have to pee so much. But really, you're not absorbing as much as you could if it was room temperature. Mm -hmm. Okay, so with that in mind, if quote unquote, it's like, more beneficial to have room temperature water when you're drinking it. Mm -hmm. How does it make sense that using something like an extreme cold temperature cryotherapy would be beneficial on things like our muscles or our, you know, outer body, I guess. Yeah. So I actually love that question (laughs) because in sports, which is what I very much specialize in, this is like has been the ongoing topic in general. Like, mm. is it um, a good form or a good modality to use? Is it safe? Is it even worth it? And this is kind of where cryo gets a bad rap because mm. it really comes down to the basic knowledge of the person that's applying it or the people that's behind it. Yeah. Um. So if we're doing cryotherapy let's just say, in sports recovery. What I really have always pounded on about, to be honest, but, like, I just didn't really notice the importance of it at the time, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely a key factor now, is timing. So if you're using it for sports recovery, so to your your comparison there, like, Mm -hmm. how would it be healthy? One, to reduce inflammation, depending if that's what you need to do or want to do. So, like, you'll get people that's in pain that have joint pain and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where there's pain, no matter what it is, even if it's a stomach ache, there's inflammation. Have you ever found when you're really sick you want, like, an ice-cold water? Yes. Do you, Does it make you feel better? Yes. Because you're in a state that's a little bit heightened, it's a little bit more inflamed, and it mm. soothes the area. It soothes your stomach. Or if I have like a migraine, I'll want cold water or I'll put a cold flannel on the back of my neck. Or when I had cryo or the cryo devices, I would put cryo on. It would instantly go away. Okay. So if you're in a state of pain, there's inflammation present. Now, think about that as emotions, right? So like Mm -hmm. if you're like in a state of pain, like you're annoyed, you're heated, right? That's like a term, like I'm heated, Yeah. right? Yeah. There's real, there's real, there's real things behind that. So like when you're doing like a whole body, so they, when they, I'm talking, I'm trying to keep it very generic here, but when they talk about like it helping with depression and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, it's because it's, it's a readjusting your body's, um, hormones in a sense, like, um, to be able to, it's, it's recalibrating everything. So it's taking like the temperature down, Right. So like your endorphins will get flowing a lot more because it's like your heartbeats raised and you're in a cold environment and you're like feeling like a little bit challenged. It's like fight or flight. So to apply it externally like that, Mm -hmm. it it depends on the timeliness of it. But it also like 
it does matter, but again, it depends on how you're how you're applying it and the timeliness of it in general. So yeah. I just repeated myself so much on no, that. No, no, no. That it, that actually makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. And it, so it's like not that her information is necessarily wrong, no. but it's based on the assumption that you're at you know your true baseline and, yeah. and you're in you know feeling your like your best self, quote yeah. unquote, where that way it would make sense because if you're in pain or inflammation, then that's when it's appropriate. Yeah, or and nauseous so, or yeah. anything. like, And that's when it's used. And in wellness overall, mm-hmm. like hyper wellness, they call it these days, like it's to be able to keep yourself in that like flowy, happy, yeah. free flowing state. Like, and so it's, it's the chase of endorphins really when they use it in wellness a lot. Mm-hmm. In sport, that's a whole other topic. That's like how really important timing of it like if they're doing strength and conditioning training we might not want to do cryo oh this is like new studies that are showing this stuff in comparison you might want to do heat or we might want to do room temperature mm-hmm. so temperature matters and she's not wrong it's mm-hmm. just timing it's okay. what it's what what you need because sometimes i like to drink room temperature water to be honest and everyone's like oh you love everything cold but like not always true yeah and it's not always good for you if you want your body to be more pliable actually well you even know a brand that talks a lot about probably pliability and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's real. Like, you probably wouldn't want to drink cold. You would yeah. want to keep it room temperature. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, you yeah. are like a little encyclopedia over <laughs> here. You're just full of information. That was really helpful. You broke okay. it down for us lay people very well. I appreciate I that. <laughs> no and I love to, to learn that there's not just the physical benefits from it, but emotional or mental health wise um how does that work then so to back to the analogy of you're heated or you're a little bit down in the dumps when that's happening people when they come out of like a whole body cryotherapy session or even a targeted one to be honest or even like if you're in pain you don't feel right you're like oh i'm sore or your mood heightens immediately when you're out of pain okay so that's where cryo gets used a lot and promoted a lot as if you're down or, you know, you're not feeling well, come in to our place or whatever. Yeah. And there's something behind it for sure. Because if it's if you're going to feel better and it's going to heighten your moods and that's because of the, I don't want to go into too much, but that's in the background of what's going on like chemically mm-hmm. in your body. Um, your body goes into fight or flight if you're in a whole body cryo chamber or yeah. if you're out of pain and you feel better immediately, then your mood's heightened. Yeah. So there is there is neurological benefits to it. Um, and it's like any treatment. The more you do it, the more your body gets into a more conscious state regularly. Mm-hmm. You're kind of just training your internal body to respond and react differently. Um, they even say like when people are depressed or they get into, you know, when we spiral, when mm-hmm. we get a little bit upset and we spiral. Been um, there. <laughs> we all do same thing and th- and this is where cold plunging and stuff comes in and you're seeing a lot of athletes and a lot of people in Boston I know that are doing it as well mm-hmm. it it shocks your you, you get out of that loop of yeah. downward spiral and thinking and it shocks your body into like doing something else thinking another way but chemically it's actually really adjusting you from the inside out mentally it's like rewiring almost Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very helpful. I have a couple like basic questions that I just want to ask while we're on this topic. And then I want to pivot to your story, (laughs) which will then lead into cryathletics. But I just thought kind of going over this, if it's new for people, it's helpful to learn this first before they start hearing everything else because it might go right over the heads. Not that. I I hope that's not insulting. You guys know what I mean. (laughs) You're all very smart and intelligent, (laughs) wonderful listeners. And I love you. But, you know, that's how I learn. Um, Okay, my next question for you is, and if this is redundant, we can kind of skip it, but I just, um, I know we're talking about people that are in pain or if there's inflammation, obviously this could be a good resource for them. Um, Is there anything like gender, um, ethnicity, or age that also um, make for better candidates for this type of treatment that's a good question actually um I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't like chop anyone out of the equation with that or I wouldn't um exclude anyone or like I don't think age gender no um race either um when I was doing treatments I mean 
when I was doing the the door-to-door sports therapy sort of targeted treatments and stuff when you're dealing with skin treatments you have to be very aware if you're doing a targeted treatment like how someone's skin um would react differently than others Mm -hmm. so for example if you're dealing with for example how pale my hand is right now versus a spanish person Mm -hmm. or a black person like you have to be aware of that stuff but regarding like total results like that no like i would never i would never think um that's your race or that's your gender that's you know that's going to differentiate your results yeah Um, i mean we're all feeling pain the same way so knowing really the science behind it that makes sense yeah i was kind of thinking if anything it would be like maybe elderly or something like i didn't know oh you're talking about contraindications type stuff so like yeah i guess so yeah Yeah, but i'm just thinking if there's anyone you'd be like you're probably you might want to try something else instead like if it might not be good for them you know yeah in that scenario yeah like if there's like Health is health issues or health risks and stuff. Right, like, like that. I would think maybe cardiac yes. issues, something no, like no, that. No. Yeah, probably yeah. not a good idea. No. Okay, and it, honestly, if they go into, um, thanks for clearing that up. If they go into a location, that's something that they should be asked. If they don't ask you and they give you the waiver, mm-hmm. like to fill out, and it's like four or five pages, and you're looking at it like, let me just sign my life away at the end because we all do that, right? We don't want to yes. read. The one Guilty. thing, yeah, the one thing I'll tell anyone who's going into a place, um, and usually, honestly, most of the crowd places are really good about it, but mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. always go straight to the contraindication section. They're usually bullet pointed, like general, overall, um, like health concerns if you have them, and what would eliminate you from doing a mostly it's whole body cryo to be Mm -hmm. honest targeted you can get away with a lot more because if somebody has a heart condition but they have a sore knee right we can treat the knee right like so um in that case yeah you would look for contraindications but your provider or wherever you go should explain that to you and if they don't and they just give you a form to fill out just go straight to the contraindication section okay yeah okay perfect um that is important i wanted to just yeah, make sure really you know people have all the info if for they're sure. considering it um we put that little disclaimer out there so yeah. thank you um now let's turn to you girl <laughs> now that we know we're all caught up to speed yeah. Let's talk about how you got into this space and where it all started. I, you know, as as <laughs> um, in depth as we can without being. I mean, we could probably be here forever talking about it, but like I'll the Reader's Digest yeah. version because yeah, yeah. we have a lot of other good stuff to get to too. So, mm-hmm. so you want me just to dive in? Like I know, let's start like so from our conversation because they know and we talked about this. Like I always chat with you guys beforehand to kind of get to know you a little bit. You sort of had watched your brother Mm -hmm. playing sports, being an athlete, and that was really where the idea of getting into this space started and then eventually evolved. So why don't we kind of talk about like Dion? As a kid watching your brother and kind of like <laughs> go from there. Okay. Um, so, yeah, my brother was an athlete. I mean, I was too, but like he was, he played in sports, like team sports a lot. He was getting injured a lot. Um, and my mind, I don't know if this is a sibling thing or I can kind of think that most people could probably attest to this. Like if they see their sibling going through something or somebody they love, they want to yeah. know what's going on. Um we're both very sport inclined, like in our minds. So I don't, I don't know if it was ingrained in me, but anyway, I wanted to figure out what was happening with him when I was seeing his recovery process. Like he was always dying to get back on the field. And I, and I like for me, common sense, I mean, he still does it to this day, but I'd be like, you can't rush getting back. And he'd be like, well, no, I'm going to like, I have to play. And then he would get injured again. And it was this crazy cycle. So that sparked me just wanting to be like, what is happening and how can I help him and what is actually going on? And then um, in much similar to here in Ireland, there's there's physiotherapy. Um, and then what my degree I ended up going for was sports therapy. Mm-hmm. Physiotherapy is much like physical therapy here where it can cover like a wide range of stuff, like people okay. returning from stroke or people from a car accident, people from sports, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like an umbrella, but I knew I just wanted to deal with athletes. I just wanted to do in sports. I just wanted to understand what was happening with sports injuries and sort of help them get back to their sport, yeah. mostly because of him. 
to be yeah. honest. Well, thank it was he, your older brother. Yeah. Thank God for big bro. Because <laughs> how many times, right, do you have to go and like do the umbrella subject yeah. or, you know, path yeah. and then to figure out how to narrow down from there. That's pretty much the process. You saved yourself a lot of time, sister, because you just had your eye on the prize. Eye on the prize. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So I saw I, I I didn't know at the time, but I saw I told you this outside of our conversation here, it was like on the wall, there was a careers class one day in Ireland, I saw the term sports, yeah. sports therapy. And I don't even think we had Google at the time. Oh my God, <laughs> I'm aging myself now. But I don't even think we had Google at the time, did we? Probably oh, no. not. I was like, if, we, if we did, it was just very, very I slow. I don't think we had, I think we had dial-up internet at the time. Yeah, you're right. You're I'm right. going to be honest. I don't even know how I find the college. Oh my God. From a flyer on a bulletin board. <laughs> no, I know. I just, I, and I remember seeing the term sports therapy and I told you this, I was like, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then I sought out the colleges that did this course and they were majority in England at the time. So, and England's like a quick flight away from Ireland. So yeah. I applied to college and I hammered away at my sports therapy course for three years. And in the midst of that course, that's where I discovered cryo because I came back to Ireland for the one summer I spent at home in Ireland and all my friends or if anyone's listening to this that know me, they know like I was on a jet somewhere else always. <laughs> I decided to spend my summer in Ireland that summer and I did sports therapy work with a local sports therapist and he had a cryo machine. And I saw... How like, kismet. I know, like this is, it's weird the way life works out, but it sp- sped up their recovery time at the time like by a lot wow so I went to final year and I even went to talk to my lecturers and I was like did you hear cryotherapy and one of them were like oh I think Man United has one of those things in their locker room but we don't we don't we haven't covered it in our degree yet mm-hmm. so I was like all right you know hopped on a plane to graduate did I tell you about that part I hopped on a plane to boss I didn't even go to my own graduation you told me girl yeah what a badass <laughs> this girl was like the listen the degree is sealed <laughs> yeah. I am staying around yeah. for you people so I can walk across the stage. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and start my life. Yeah. We, me and my brother actually faked our um, graduation photos. We rented our... My mom was like, I don't care how you get the photos done. Because I told you my mom was like a big supporter for yes. me to always go. And Shout out to mom. Yeah, shout out to mom. Um, so me and my brother rented these our gowns and went to a photographer in Ireland. So if you see our graduation pictures on the wall in our house, they weren't done at college. They were that done like two years later. Is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Mom was like, I don't care how you get the pictures. I just want pictures of he's graduated. And I was like, Yeah, I'm not waiting around for three extra weeks. Like I gotta go to Boston. So two years later you finally yeah. get for the picture. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So listen. Moms deserve it. Yeah. It was worth it for mom. That's it was. funny. It was her like Christmas present one year or something like that. What but a good idea. I flew over here and then I kind of like chased my whole dream of wanting to be a sports therapist or a trainer in, in the field or something mm-hmm. like that. Find a lot of challenges on the way, you know, find that couldn't, they wouldn't let me transfer my degree over. Um, cause I was like, oh, I can get my degree there and then I can be an athletic trainer here. And, yeah. and I think in any other state or most other states it's easy, of course not here. Um, so yeah, I just decided from that point on, like, I remember my clients were always injured. Like a lot of my training clients and stuff were coming back from surgery and, mm. and I was like, there's this treatment called cryo, but it's not here. Like, it's just where, like, I think there was like, th- I think I researched it. We had Google by then. <laughs> um, we research. I researched it and there was like three chambers in all of America or something like that. So wow. the passion of cryothletics came around. It's like, not that I'm devoted to the actual, which it is a, it is a great treatment if mm-hmm. used right, but it's not that I'm devoted to the specific treatment of cryo. Um, it's more like bringing evolution of sports recovery to the field. So I like to stay ahead. I don't like to, I don't like to lag. I don't like people getting comfortable. I don't like, I think athletes and people deserve the best that's possibly there. And so cryothletics originally started with cryo and that was sort of how it was formed to bring it to Boston. Yeah. Um, But then that, and then cryothletics was formed from that point on and we've been, I've been developing things since within it. It's the Capricorn in you. It has to be. Right. I mean, but yeah, that does make sense. It's like, okay, this works. So... I'm just content or complacent continuing this. Yeah. And a lot of times people don't 
push themselves to think, okay, well, what's the next step? Because, I mean, that's how this world works. There's always something new and sort of being the most innovative and, and resourceful is like puts you ahead of the game a little bit, right? Yeah. But not everyone has that mindset. So I love that you, that's what your mission is sort of all about. You yeah, know? I didn't even realize that at the time, but looking back on it, I think that's kind of like my mission as well. Because a lot of even sports recovery and in teams and all that mm-hmm. stuff, like what I've found through my work in cryothletics was there's the teams that are curious and yeah. what if you can prove that it works and there's research behind it and you can... They give you a bit of space, which thankfully, in my experience, there were a couple of teams that did. Um, and you can back up that you've knowledge and stuff behind it. Then they're, I call them progressive. They're progressive. And then there's, but in sports work and athletic training work, and generally it's the same thing over and over again. And yeah. it's very hard to penetrate that bubble of like, this is, because there's a, there's a limited time of, is this a fad? Is this not, is this just like, like there's no magic wand, but mm-hmm. it all comes with how it's delivered and stuff. But yeah, that's basically, I kind of think it kind of is my mission, like innovation in a way. Yeah. Proven innovation, not Absolutely. just like. And stuff. it really is such a necessary area to focus on. I, I mean, we've all heard so many stories of athletes that mm. are injured say they're okay Mm. or think they're okay and all they want to do is just get out in the field again or get out on the court and what happens is you're not fully recovered and if you injure a pre-existing injury sometimes you don't have a second chance where if you took the extra time off Mm -hmm. and rested and listened to your body you could have years ahead of you. It, yeah. And like, it's just a dangerous mistake that I think a lot of people make. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's pressure, you know, just the passion of the game they want to get out there yeah. or the lack of education, but it's a combo of everything to be honest. Yeah. And then it, it depends at the level in which people are, are performing at too, because mm-hmm. like people That's look true. at pro sports a lot and elite sports, but you can be an elite athlete, not be in a pro team. Yeah. Or you could, like, in Ireland, and it depends on what country you're in and stuff like that. Like, here it's very, like, you've college and you've pro and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's the elite athletes walking around here every day. Like, if you go yeah, to— Yeah, right in front of you. What do you mean? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I know. I, I was I was going to go as far as, like, oh, me too. But, no, not these days, girl. Not for me. Um, No, you definitely are. <laughs> I walked on the treadmill for, like, 15 minutes today, and I was like, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> You did better than me. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> my, I have my daughter that's running around, and that's, like, killing me enough. So We'll kind of talk about the transition mm. of the business. Yeah. So before we do, though, 2016, when did you have your daughter? I had her in 2020. <gasps> Dang. Yeah. Okay, so you became a new mom in COVID. And the pandemic at in, the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I was like, your title girl is like for the last two. Truly. And it was exactly when you turned 30. Yeah. 30 new mom COVID. Pivot COVID pivot business. Yeah. Figuring, still figuring it all out. Like for you. A storm. I will say, and I think, like, I kid you not, like, it's not like I'm what's like roomy over here or anything like that, but um, it was intense. I, well, let me tell you this. It was a blessing mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. I, cryothletics was already going to pivot. It was already going to transition. I was getting access a lot for consulting, for opinions on um, cryotherapy applications in the sports field mm-hmm. or for cryotherapy devices from manufacturers. Like I was really getting like, I don't want to say headhunted, but like reached out to for yeah. that type of advice. And I realized in that moment that I wanted to reach a far broader audience than in Boston, like door to door. And I was like, how do I do that? And it's through education. So at the time I was like, how, how am I going to be able to reach, you know, people were like even saying to me like, oh, I wish cryothletics was here or athletes that traveled. They were mm-hmm. like, oh, I wish I could access. I was like, you know, I would look up places like in different cities, like there's a cryo place there, there. And the feedback that I was getting at the time was like, yeah, but, I kind of want, like, you know what you're talking about because you're a sports therapist. And I was like, huh. And so then it really dawned on me, like, well, if that's how you feel and it's more about the person behind it, then maybe it isn't just, techn- like, what I need to be able to reach further. And that comes with education. Yeah. And COVID happened. 
And COVID shut everything down. And, but it was a blessing because it really helped the pivot. It shoved the pivot, like booted, booted it in the back. Yeah. But I had to take like a solid year and a half. I would say close. Like she just turned two in September and I would say 18 months to two. Like I started, the cloud started to lift. I was in like a clouded area for like a very long time because mm-hmm. you, it just takes over your life. Yeah. But it put a lot into perspective for me. So like I'm a way better person from the core out, but you prioritize differently. Things that mattered before don't matter anymore. And so in all of that, it sort of helped the business pivot even more because the business is me and I'm the business. Yeah. So yeah, so it was it was a big transition, big life transition, but necessary, needed, and it really, really helped. Yeah. Yeah. I, like people are getting a way better version of me now for Aww. like for work. Yeah, for sure. It was a hard time for everybody, yeah. but I mean it, that's unbelievably stressful. Yeah, for you. Um, a congratulations, Thanks. and I hope that you're very <laughs> proud of yourself because you should be. Um, B, I. It, I think it shows people's true colors when like your back's against the wall. Backs it's like you're getting asked to do this one thing, right? They're, your people are saying they want you to do more of this consulting, which is, you know, I'm coming to you or mm. I'm in person, I'm traveling. And then all of a sudden the world says that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you're forced to come up with this creative solution mm-hmm. and being the innovative person <laughs> that you are, I'm yeah. not surprised that you did, but... That might not be the most difficult thing if you also didn't have a new little girl. And if, like, you're okay, like, saying this, like, we're raising by yourself. Yeah. yeah. So that's a lot for yeah. one person to deal with. Yeah, it, it's the adjustment of motherhood. Like, yeah. honestly, um, like you said, your back's against the wall with a lot of different things. Yeah. And... You can handle, you have a choice at that point in your life. Mm -hmm. Like, how am I going to handle this? And am I going to do this in a classy way? Or like, what's the, and I can just tell you, like anyone that's had a kid, literally nothing else matters than how it affects that kid. Yeah. So I just... Thankfully, granted, very tough families at a distance, far distance. Mm -hmm. So that made it really tough. Yeah. It's not like, mom, can you come watch her? I got to do this for a little bit. That was the toughest part, I will say. That was really no support system. Thank God. My friends know who they are. (laughs) But thank God for the video calls and the Mm. time differences and the middle of the nights. But like, it was like, survival on survival (laughs) I kid you not and but it was weird the universe has ways of talking to you my daughter definitely pulled me out and through a lot of things because when you have somebody that's dependent on you you have to make decisions that's going to be in the best interest of not just her but you and her because she needs you yeah so like you you handle yourself very differently or you should (laughs) <laughs> you handle yourself very differently. Your choices are you ha- you ha- you have about a two to every new mom knows about this. You have like a two to three window hour window where it's like feed, wash everything, maybe nap, and then it's <laughs> back to the same thing. So like you yeah. you get your timing on point, girl. And sleep is like per- like imperative. Um, but yeah, it was like. And then as I started... So you hear that D says, if you're having trouble with your time management skills, <laughs> don't have a baby. <laughs> It'll put you into shape. I know. What's so funny <laughs> What's so funny is I thought about that one before I came here and I was like, I probably shouldn't encourage it like as if to say, have no, a kid, everyone. No. It's very tough. I but, think that's really actually encouraging to hear though yeah. because most would I, I think assume, God, it's going to be just, you know, this like shit show and so disorganized. It and is. And I'm not going to get through it. Which... It is. It will be those things, (laughs) but there is that light at the end of the tunnel and it will fall into place. Yeah, there's light. There is. And the right people pull through for you. You'll find you find a lot of answers in those moments. Yeah. You find who's there, who's not, what's important, what's not. And 
my first year was fully devoted to literally surviving and making sure she's surviving. Mm-hmm. And then I started, the universe started coming around for me again. And co- well, COVID started shutting down a little bit more again, like, or what I should say, opening up again. Yeah. Um, but then the questions were coming back to me. And honestly, I was ready to fold. I was ready to fold on everything. Nobody, I won't, like, I'm a very proud person, so I would never say that. But, like, I d- I'm not going to sit here and lie and be like, oh, yeah, like, and I'm so strong. And I am. Yeah. But I had moments of, like, maybe I should just, like, find a nine-to-five. Wow. Yeah. You were really going to give it all up. I was going to give it all. I, I, my back was so munched against the wall that I was just, like, I you just you, I don't know yeah your mind just goes to different places and I just was like it's shut down I don't know how I'm, I I don't know if I'm even needed anymore like I don't know yeah so you go through a lot of doubt and um all I cared about was her to be honest and to make sure we were okay and and safe and comfortable and I just didn't know and then the questions like I had you know I, my brother to be honest mm-hmm. he he was a big rock for me. In a lot at, at such, he seems a, like a constant for yeah, you throughout this whole thing. It's There's a weird, theme here. yeah. It's weird, and I did talk to him, and that's where the innovative idea came back around because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm getting asked these questions again, but I don't, you know, cryothletics is shut down as it was, and I don't, you know, and we came up with the idea of the new product. Okay. I feel like these people are like, will you just say it already? (laughs) But just quickly to wrap this part up, I'm literally getting chills as you're talking. It's just so apparent how in love you are with your little girl. And it... You guys have been through it together, which has only brought you closer. And I love that you have this appreciation for her. And she almost was a rock for you in a lot of ways because you couldn't fail because you had her to take care of. Um, But I love when we get to talk about motherhood. We don't very often on this show. Um, And I think a lot of times, you know, it's because I want to make people that maybe aren't there yet because they haven't had the opportunity not feel like they're behind the game because times are changing um but I also like it is very real the other side is that there are a lot of women in our 30s that do have babies and yeah. are mothers and they're juggling it all oh. um so that shout was out really to all the special. mothers shout out to the mamas the, yeah. I love it and you don't have to be owning your own business and doing it all at the same time yes. like, trust me like it is a grind it is a it's the most important job. Mm-hmm. And as long as you and your your child is happy, your children are happy, yeah. shout out to all the mothers. I, My mom knows, like, I have apologized to her for several things since I've become a mother. I'm like, I get it. I <laughs> yeah, totally I understand. understand now. I, yeah. Aww. I couldn't have had her a moment sooner, though. 30 was the perfect age for me to have her. And honestly, probably even after. Yeah. Like, I, so many, there's so many women I know in their 20s that are having kids. And I literally praise them. I'm like, girl. Like, I could have never, yeah. you know? So it's everyone's time. It's their own time, and it works in its own way. It worked out for me perfectly. Didn't think it would, but, like, it did. And, yeah, when, like, shut it. I'm sorry. Women are just unstoppable for the most part. Like, your, your, your yes. body, yes, your body and your mind and what we're actually capable of, like, we're bred different in general, so... Period. Yeah. That is perfect. So now let's give them the grand reveal. You were put to the test during this period in your life. Mm. And the end result is a new product for you, which has really completely changed the entire business model of cryathletics for you. Yeah. So what is it? So it's, we've named it cryotape. So cryotape is an innovation. It is an advanced kinesiology tape. So kinesiology tape, do you know what it is? It's like when the like those the things sports. we always see people around yes. like their arms and their knees. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is, it's but I've like seen it. It's like colorful tape that you see <laughs> yeah, athletes yeah, wear. Yeah. Sometimes they have funky colors and yeah. all this stuff. So that's the basis of kinesiology tape. It's been used for years. But it's, what does it do? I don't, so like, it's scientific. Yeah. So it's a stretchy. So there's sports tape that's white. Sports tape is very rigid. Mm-hmm. Kinesiology tape is a stretchy sports tape that has been used by physical therapists, athletic trainers for years. It's scientifically proven to help with uh, pain reduction, mostly because of how it's designed and moves with your body. Mm. Also, swelling reduction. Um, And amongst other things for sports injuries. And it moves with... I like to say it's kind of like a second skin. It moves with your body. It provides the support that you need, but it also provides movement assistance. Mm. Because it's moving with your body, it 
provides a lot of benefits like regarding, like I said, swelling reduction, therefore pain reduction because of how it's altering your pain receptors okay. and stuff like that in its application. No, it hasn't had innovation for a long, long time. And when I was being asked a lot by athletes, they're like, if you had a product, do you just cryothetics have a product yet? Do you have a product? And meanwhile, I'm like coming out of here, like hairs everywhere. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, like whatever. And I thought, wait, this would might be a perfect way for cryothetics, stroke me, mm-hmm. to be able to help athletes everywhere. Like, because the main, one of the main reasons why people access cryothetics, athletes and recoveries and teams and stuff like that, and cryo is to reduce pain and to speed up recovery. Mm-hmm. Now, kinesiology tape as a product in and of itself does that. But I was like, there's no innovation in this space. I don't just want to make a tape. Like, that's just, there's yeah, no, there's no innovation. It's just been done. So I'm like, what, what, what's missing? Yeah. So that's when I was talking with my brother on the phone and he came up with the idea. Now, now he's going to probably talk to me after this and be like, I want to pardon that. Yeah, he's like, oh, so sometimes <laughs> it's my idea. I like 50%. Well, he didn't, he didn't solely come up with the idea, but yeah, don't worry. He's no. already said that to me before. But yeah, like um, we came up with the idea because I was talking about different stuff. And so cryotape is an infused kinesiology tape. So okay. I infused it with ingredients, which help promote pain relief, reduction in inflammation, pretty much instantaneously. You're not having to wait hours or like 24 hours for that to happen. Because the main thing that athletes struggle with, if they're safe to move forward in performance, which is kind of what you touched on a little bit before, Mm -hmm. it happens a lot. They push through it, especially in elite and pro sport. They're going to push through. They're going to push through. Like if they're safe to perform, they go on the sideline and or they're going on the field, they're going to push through even if they're in pain. Problem is, is if they're in pain and inflammation, it's going to keep flaring that up. So what cryotape is doing is it's removing the need for the dual process, which is topical pain relief and tape. They don't mix. Tape won't apply very well if you have topical, mm-hmm. topical like products on there. Yeah. So it's usually a two-step process. Taping is compromised with cry- or before cryotape. So I infused it with, we have the first batch that's out right now. That one has CBD in it, but it's exclusive announcement. There Woo! is, <laughs> due to request. I love when we get a TFS exclusive. I know. <laughs> due to request from a lot of pro teams, they wanted it without um CBD. So will that be like a regulation issue or like whatever? Yeah, drug testing, stuff like that. Uh, Makes sense, to be honest. Um, I think I was a little bit ahead of myself with that part because there's a lot of athletes that invest in CBD and they have their own Mm. parts in CBD companies. But when you're and I should have thought about that, but like I did think about it. I just thought that my timing would have been a bit better. but so I was a little bit ahead of myself there, but we're correct in that right now. And it's coming. There's a second um, cryotape that's coming out in the very near f- few Yay. weeks yeah, for pro teams. But, you know, I mean, this is something it doesn't have to only apply to athletes, right? No, like you, you were no, talking no, no. about this. Yeah, it but, could be a car accident or some yeah. other type of injury. Right. And this could still be useful. So oh, that the sure. CBD version could be a great alternative for someone like myself, you know, if there's, I had pain somewhere. Yeah. Like if there's no regulation and you're not opposed to the, mm-hmm. to the, um, to the ingredient in and of itself, there's other ingredients in it as well. Although I'm, ref- I'm, ref- if you can tell, I'm restricting myself from saying what they are. Cause I know I there's wanted like to a ask special- you about one and then I was like, she doesn't want to say them here. Yeah. So I'll ask her when we're when we stop recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're we're finalizing some details right now, but um, CBD, like you have to tell people that CBD would be in it. Fair. But if there's no if there's no reason for you not to use it or you're happy to use it, like a lot of athletes, there's a ton of CrossFit athletes in Boston that are using it. Mm. Um, but yeah, you don't have to be an athlete. That's the premise and the foundation of cryothetics and my background is athleticism in general mm-hmm. um but anyone can use it if you're in pain my mom has used it my aunts have used it like everyone wow. like yeah and it so gets does rid it of with the infusion does it feel almost like there's an ointment like in there it, you know so how does that it's kind of it won't feel any different than any other tape to be okay. honest so it you apply it just like kinesiology tape the stretch and the tension on the tape is extra support so that's important like you don't just put it on like a pan patch okay but if you're really struggling to get like tension on the tape or application you can Mm -hmm. but no it just applies like a normal kinesiology tape and it's just the 
but the adhesive has magic in it basically like it, it's infused with the ingredients so as it's set on mm -hmm. you're instantly getting uh, pain relief because you're getting a relief in inflammation reduction in inflammation and is, the active sorry the active no. ingredient that you're going to feel is the menthol that's where the cryo com the cryo terminology comes that in. was you're she's telling us lots of secrets <laughs> it's like kfc i'm learning the 12 secret yeah. spices <laughs> You're cute. Wow. Okay. Um, is this something that people can just buy on yep. your website? Yep. And does it come with the perfect instructions in terms of placement? Or is it something that coincides with perhaps a virtual um, consultation with you where you walk them through it? Like, wh what's the process to just use it on your own at home? Yeah. So people, I mean, yes, yeah, so you can go on the website and order it directly. What's the website? Uh, com. Perfect. Um, and then that's on the Instagram handle too. So if you click on the link in the bio, it'll okay. bring you straight there. Um, but there's no... For kinesiology taping, you can apply it like you would any other kinesiology tape, which is, that's a great thing because yeah. you can pretty much look that up anywhere. But I do love to like ask people, like if they have questions or they want to reach out to cryothetics directly or me, mm -hmm. I'll always ask them because it's sports therapy and me and it's sports yeah, therapist and I always want to know. That's your roots. Yeah, yeah. So I'll always, if people have questions or they want help with like, hey, I have this going on, there can be variations to applications on the knee, for example, or, you know, hip or anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I always love to get to know people who buy cryotape and I always love to help them if I can and do like an initial consultation if they want some instruction yeah yeah personalized instruction um and the next line without the CBD is there a target ETA or is it just yeah. totally in the works right now um in the works right okay. now but it's going to be in the next few weeks in the next few weeks okay yeah, yeah. very soon yeah okay, great yeah, very soon I was something that I've been like working on for for a minute now so congratulations yeah, yeah. I'm so excited for you and this truly it's like it's it was just sort of figuring out how to do it yeah but it's like th these two things have been proven for so long yeah. they were just considered separate and you bringing them together is really a game changer and that's also like so many people just they don't want to do the work so when we can simplify things simplify or we can it. have multiple Time. uses for yeah. things it's just I feel like it's always going to be like have that edge yeah. to others because people will do it because it's easy it's convenient it's Killing two birds with one stone, exactly. you know? And that's the main thing in sports. Like, especially the higher you go in the level, time mm -hmm. is a huge restriction. So teams are looking for how do we save time and how do we help the players feel better? Yeah. Um, and that's always been my goal. That's the core. If you think of the whole story, that's the core essence of what I've been wanting to do the whole time. And sometimes that manifests in different ways. And cryotape is just the main focus right now. And I'm sure there'll be probably many more coming through. In, in a very yes, short of time. I know this time next year you'll <laughs> be on your third, fourth, fifth product. Maybe, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Um, last but not least, I want to talk a little bit about the Recovery Life podcast, um, just because it's just another you know educational resource for people. So um, maybe they want to learn more about cryotherapy or the tape specifically. Yeah. Maybe it's just sports therapy. I'm sure you share a lot about that on there. What's the premise of the show? So the premise of the show is more to create, it's another resource, like mm -hmm. like you said, and community, to be honest. Um, the first season, it ended up becoming like a limited season for season one. Um, that was kind of like a basis, very much what like we went over right now, mm -hmm. cryotherapy, and I have a lot of um, good points and a few good guests on there. Now I'm moving into season two, I'm actually bringing in... Um, athletes themselves, coaches, um, high-level coaches. I kind of just want cryothetics to be a resource and a platform mm -hmm. for helping in whatever way I can in the industry. It, do it doesn't have to be cryothetics as the focus. It's spread in knowledge and knowledge is wealth. Yeah. Right? So people connect to different people's stories. Like if I have an athlete on that just went through, not just went through, or at some point can go through their journey and how, like, because everyone, Instagram's such a highlight reel. Everyone thinks it's so great. But, like, when you hear people talking about what they truly went mm -hmm. through and other athletes can relate to that, to me and my heart and soul, I'm helping, not I'm, but, like, we're helping that athlete. That athletes, yeah. it, they don't, I mean, hey, if you want to buy cryotape, I'll be happy to help you. But there's so many ways to help people, and information is one of them. 
So if I can create that platform and create that togetherness and like that ongoing positivity where athletes or coaches want to come in and, and share that knowledge, that wealth, that love, and like it helps somebody far away that I don't know about or close by, you never know. Yeah. I just, I have such a passion for like developing and building and like growth and mm-hmm. obviously I love to deal in sports and stuff like that, but sports is such a foundation for everyone you're influenced by sports and athletes oh yeah definitely like in general so because they're performing at a high level they're going after their best self they're going after their talents and we enjoy sports sport sport brings people together we just saw that that happened with the tragedy with um oh my gosh with the football player and look at him now like my heart swells every day watching the games this weekend was really cool yeah you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so that's that's just i like when I say athletes, it's not that it's just athletes. It brings out the excellence, right? Yeah. It's people in excellence. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? I think it really goes for everything, too, because, like, I relate exactly what you just explained. I relate to a lot. I think, you know, so much about even this show is just mm. storytelling, you yeah. know? don't take this the wrong way, but not every person listening to this show today is going to be like, I need cryo tape. This was so, it may not necessarily relate to them, but it's the journey and the extra details. You know, maybe the motherhood piece is what's going to click. Maybe it's the how, yeah, women. Women, women in sports. Yeah, I mean, you're totally in a male dominated field and you're kicking fucking ass. Am I though? (laughs) You are though. And it's, it's super inspiring. And so maybe it doesn't need to be a carbon copy of, okay, that's what I want to do so I'll just follow her lead but you take what resonates from each story and it helps little by little and especially when you have the compilation of episodes you learn a little bit here and a little bit there Mm -hmm. and then you figure out what works for you exactly and what takeaways you want to hang on to exactly you know? that's exactly the goal honestly truly and like i know like i said like, like it might not all be sports based but if they can take what they need from it in whatever form even in this episode i'm sorry everyone if i bored you with like cryo and cryotape and whatever no. else but i hope you know you never know like the motherhood thing or women in business like and whatever people can take from it as long as you leave them a little bit better off yeah, yeah. and i also think like general theme it's we're so much more than just one thing. Oh my Anybody, God. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you were a business owner, you were a woman, you were a mother. <laughs> like you can't, at that, like we were always, I think with pressure from society, oh trying to God. fit ourselves into a box. box. It's a perfect example of how I'm, like, no one. I don't think there's a box for me anyway. Box. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that too, don't, it's everything. Yeah. It's all the little pieces. Yeah. So I, we're totally on the same page yes. there. And I can't remember if I asked you about this before we started recording or at the very beginning. So just in case I didn't, mm-hmm. where can people find the podcast? You said it's at the link um, in the bio for Cryathletics, yeah. right? So, but uh, what streaming platforms? So it is on currently on Spotify. It, um, I have to double check, but we can get it on Apple and stuff like that too. It was on last season. Okay. I think it's currently on Spotify right now. But if you have trouble accessing it, I know not everyone has Spotify. You can just find everything on cryathletics.com. I have a podcast page on there and you, it just streams it straight from the website. Perfect. If you wanted to listen to it, yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah. And if anyone has any other than just trying to purchase the tape if they have questions for you maybe interested in like working with you chatting with you what's the best way for them to get in touch with you um either directly any form is i see all the messages but directly on email okay is the easiest which you can find on cryothletics.com or even instagram is like such an easy way if like you send dms like i'll always Mm -hmm. see them if it's me or my team yeah um but direct form is easiest on email okay yeah. perfect i like to ask because some people are like i never check my dms so it's always yeah. good to know I, we're still in the phase of like interactive and like keeping everyone on board and stuff like that so mm-hmm. um yeah any direct okay communication is perfect is perfect and the very last thing before i let you go i always like to mm-hmm. end with a sort of final piece of advice okay. um so oh if you if people were to you know only take one thing away from today's show um what's like the thing you want them to learn or you want it to stick and remember it can be about being a mom being a woman business owner sports therapy recovery like whatever your go-to piece of advice may be yeah I don't want to general I don't want to make it just about sport um I would say trust your gut now that's what it sounds so cliche but 
the one thing that I've noticed is gut check often. Like, or internal, well, you say gut, but internal check with, like, mm -hmm. your heart and your soul. Like, uh, pause. And you can normally, and women are definitely very good at this, but you can normally feel that if, that something is right and move yeah. forward with it, but take your time. I used to be one that had to get everything done in a day and, you know, push through that way. But like, let, don't be afraid to pause, do a gut check, sleep on it, but trust yourself. And if mm -hmm. you really feel it in your heart and soul, move forward with it. And the it. universe will bring you whoever you need in the time that you need it. Amen to, Amen to that. Amen to that. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, I love chatting it. with you. This was so much fun. Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to go pick her brain on the rest of the 12 <laughs> secret spices. And I will see you next week. Bye.